Welcome to the Kenza Pod. Kenza Collective is a platform designed to inspire and support parents who work as independent contractors. We are a community of like-minded parents united in our vision that career and parenthood can exist in harmony. So whether you're thinking of taking the leap into freelancing, you're a seasoned freelancer looking to learn more about how to run your business, or you're anything in between, we welcome you. Together, let's reinvent what it means to be a working parent. My name is Tiffany Jones. I am the founder of Kenza Collective, and I am so excited that you're here with us today. In today's episode, I'm going to introduce you to one of my most favorite people who also happens to be Kenza's CFO and our content curator and creator for the Kenza Business Channel, Beth Gummery. I think everybody should work for themselves. I think we should all be our own free agent, you know, because you you take a job and I, I, I've always felt like this. You take a job someplace and you give them your time and your energy and your life. And like, you don't go on vacation with your family because somebody at the office says no, arbitrarily says no to you. And, you know, you only have so many vacation hours and, and you, you feel like you're a slave for your, your, employee benefits you know and it's like why 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 are we doing this to ourselves why don't we start our own companies before we dive in i want to tell you a little bit about how i met beth and why i'm so excited to have her on our team and to introduce you to all of our uh, followers so I've known Beth, I think Beth, correct me if I'm wrong, I have 2015 as the time that we met. That's that right? right. Five okay. years ago. Five years ago, yeah. Um, and we worked together at a business that was going through some tough financial times. And Beth was brought in to save the day, which of course she did. <laughs> <laughs> On two occasions, which was kind of interesting. Oh, that's right. Forgot about that part. <laughs> um, and so Beth and I, I feel like kind of immediately connected. We were both trying to work really hard to save this company that we both really loved and that we were passionate about the, um, the mission of. And what I think really has struck me about Beth is that she is just so down to earth and so real and just such a natural teacher and just is really excited to teach people about finances and to really just empower people to understand what's going on in their small business so that it's not such a mystery to people. And um, I really appreciated that. And anytime you had a question or you just needed someone to talk to, whether it was about finances or not, um, I loved just going to her. And so when I um, started thinking about the concept of Kenza and just started kind of putting together just like a little bit of a business plan and a vision and all that kind of stuff, I'm not sure if you know this, Beth, but your name was in there before we even talked. I was like, I need someone who knows this side of it because as much experience as I have in actually running operations and project management and all of that, I have never had to understand the accounting and finance side of running a business. I just haven't had to really do that. And when I have in little areas here and there, I've just sort of skated by and probably have made some mistakes that I didn't need to make and have lost money that I didn't need to lose. And I'm even very much still learning now. And so 
um, I know that this is a blind spot for me and I knew that I needed someone in Kenza to help educate myself. That's why you're the CFO of this and you're going to help me understand how to do all of this from that perspective. But then I knew that you would also be perfect to teach people. I know that's something that's, you know, on your heart and something that you're really excited to be doing. So it was a no brainer. There was no one else I thought of. There was no one else I wanted to talk to. It was like, that's going to do this. Like she's, this is just what she's going to do because it's perfect for her and it's perfect for me and it's perfect for us. And here we are. <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Well, Tiffany, um, I recall also that you'd come and you'd ask me a, a question about financials and I would like whiteboard the whole thing. And I was like, are these guys bored with this yet? <laughs> oh my God, you just immediately brought me back to that. I can picture it perfectly. <laughs> I love that. And we sat in the office and you guys were like, well, why don't we want to do this? And I'm like, well, here's the whole thing. Here's the balance sheet. Here's the P&L. Here's how this connects with this. And, and, and it was like three of you just sitting there like, what? <laughs> we're like, okay, all right. Yeah, we trust you. We said, we well, we get, yeah, fine. We'll find something else. <laughs> oh, but in all seriousness, the thing is, everybody has the capacity to be their own CFO. And recently I've started CFO coaching and it is so much fun um, because it's really not that hard. It's, it's, we all, uh, or many of us, and probably myself included, uh, have weird relationships with money, especially in the United States. That just seems to be the way we conduct ourselves. We're, we're, we just have such a, a strange relationship with money. We don't want to talk about it or we let it scare us, or, you know, it keeps us up at night, or whatever. We just, it's this weird psychological thing. And, um, and you know, I grew up that way, too. I remember my mom saying, you know, understand about money so that you don't end up, you know, staying up late at night worrying about it like your father does. And so one of the things I did when I went to business school to get an MBA is I really listened during my accounting classes and finance classes. And I said, you know, this is scary and hard. And also I'm going to master this so that I can't, so I won't be afraid of it. And if you can master anything, you won't be afraid of it. It's like jumping out of an airplane or anything else scary. Once you do it, you're like, oh, okay, now I get it. So, um, so that's kind of how I developed this relationship with money. And uh, I feel really comfortable. And I also feel really comfortable telling other people how to manage money. Because I've been doing it for 25 years, well, at least 25 years. And um, it's not as scary as people think it is. Yeah, that makes so much sense. And, and I, I think what's really cool about where we are in this journey with Kenza right now is that I have so much learning to do, and I feel like I'm going to represent the audience really well. Um, I'm sure a lot of people are going to be coming from different backgrounds and different points of knowledge and will need specific and broad advice and, and everything in between. But um, I'm really excited to be learning alongside the audience so that we can do this better because everywhere I look and everywhere I turn for advice or help with freelancing, I very rarely am finding help with the financial sort of back end side of freelancing. No one's really talking about it. The only thing I hear is how much people are making or how well they're doing, or they have a six figure business, they have a seven figure business and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, 
okay, but how much are you actually taking home? And are you in any tax trouble? And are you actually being really smart with that? Are you optimizing it? You know, are you going through ups and downs and ups and downs of cash flow and stressing and then you get a lot in and then you're really happy. And um, so I'm just so excited to see where all of this goes and um, just learn alongside our audience from you. That's really the grand plan. I just wanted to learn from you. So I started a whole business. (laughs) That's okay. It's fun to work with you, Tiffany. And, um, you know, I'm happy to do it again. So happy to have this reunion. Yes. And and work together again. So and it it was fun the last time, last couple times we worked together. So I think a good place to go next would maybe to have you just tell us a little bit about your story and sort of what you've gone through. We heard a moment that you, you know, went to, you got your MBA, but maybe you could take us a little bit before that and just tell us a little bit of your, you know, your life journey. Sure. Well, I started off as an art major, actually, (laughs) back in the day. And um, what I realized after about a year and a half was that I was not a very good artist. (laughs) I liked the idea, but I just, I really, I didn't have patience and I didn't have the discipline. Um, I was also at the time a rower at my school, and um, uh, my studio art professors did not like that I got to skip out of studio class halfway through to go row on the lake um, at the university. So they kind of were like, you know, you might want to change your major. So I ended up with a communications degree. And I left and I went and worked at an advertising agency. And at that advertising agency, it was very small. And they said, we want you to do two things. We want you to help out with the accounts and maybe write some copy when you can. But we really want you to manage the money. And I'm like, what? I signed up for. But because there I was right out of college and they were saying, you might be able to write some ads and help out with clients. I was, that was the part that seduced me. Managing the money part, I was like, really? It, that sounded like a chore, but I took the job and actually I learned, this is how I learned QuickBooks and um, realized that my uh, skills there far outweigh my interest in advertising. <laughs> So from there, I went back to school and got an MBA. And um, when I got out of business school, I found a small company. I moved to San Francisco and I met uh, through, through a job posting or something. I found a small company, family owned business that was looking for a CFO. And when they say CFO, I think what they meant was mediator. That was okay. They wanted somebody who was not part of the family. So it was mom, dad, and son all working together. And they wanted somebody outside the family to manage the money so that it would just kind of get rid of any sort of squabbles and uh, disagreements. So what I did is I spent three years with them and I upgraded their financial systems. We got them on QuickBooks. We got them into some routine billing systems, you know, payroll and all this all the kind of stuff that small companies need. They were ready to be in that, that place. And then after three years for personal reasons, I was in the middle of a divorce and some other things were happening. I, I left and I moved here to Santa Cruz. Um, and from there, I, I took some consulting gigs in finance and um, was hired on to uh, be, uh, at one of my consulting gigs, hired me at the end of the gig. And uh, then after about a year and a half, this was uh, during the dot-com 
problem here in the state. Um, I was laid off because I was one of the last people hired. And that was the moment that I said, no more. I'm not working for people anymore. I am going to work for myself. I've been planning to work for myself. I've had a dream about this my whole life. And so three weeks before 9-11, I started my consulting business. <laughs> and I've now, this is my third economic downturn. Oh, wow. I have to say, everyone gets more interesting. And for those of you out there thinking about starting businesses or in the process of starting a business, this is a great time to start a business. It doesn't seem like it would be, but it is. There's so much flexibility right now. And, um, you know, if you have a good solid plan and a lot of imagination and a lot of motivation, you can really make it work. So you spun up your own consulting firm. It was just you or did you bring some people on or kind of how, how did that work? So I started by myself. It was a sole proprietorship initially. And what I would do is what I found was going on at the time. Remember we had had the dot-com bubble burst. I did a lot of work in Silicon Valley at that time. And I would go in and a small company uh, needed a, a, a accounting manager or a controller. And I'd go and I'd be their controller or their accounting manager two days a week or one day a week or however much they needed me. And essentially I would be their accounting department. And so I got to see inside all these different companies during a, a real challenging time. And it was so interesting, you know, and I had a lot of access to a lot of really interesting people and it was, it was really a cool time. Uh, and then from there and, and all of my, all of my business came in through word of mouth, which was really fantastic. So like I would be working at one place and then somebody, somebody at another place would say, hey, I heard that you're working for so-and-so, can you come work for me too? And that's how I built up a client base. Uh, some of the people I started with in the very beginning, I kept as clients for five or 10 years. There was one client I had where I kept, they kept trying to hire, you know, say, okay, thanks for the work you did. Now we're gonna hire somebody permanent because uh, the economy's gotten better. And then that person wouldn't work out. And then they'd call me and say, can you come back until we hire somebody else? You know, and it was just that kind of thing on and on and on. It was really fun. It was really fun. And I got to see a lot of things and be in a lot of places and, and meet a lot of people and make a lot of friends. And so it, it was a really cool time. And then uh, I just, you know, then I started working more in Santa Cruz County, which is my home county, and working with nonprofits a lot and becoming a nonprofit finance expert. And so now I'm on four nonprofit boards as treasurer and uh, I am you know, doing a lot, helping nonprofits. A lot of them are in the middle of the PPP loans right now. We'll probably talk about that later at some point um, and, and just helping them get their act together. And then as I, my business has evolved, what I realized is, and, and by the way, in 2013, I. I uh, created a corporation called Repishage Group. And at the time, I had my boyfriend at the time was also working with me as a consultant. He was doing some different types of stuff, marketing and um, some other stuff, but we were both consultants working for this organization. And, um, you know, so I, 
have this corporation that I set up and we're, we're going to talk about that later too, how to set up a corporation and why you would want to set up a corporation. Um, so lately I've been doing a lot of nonprofits and some small for-profit companies. And what I've realized is that uh, I don't have enough hours in the day to meet all the demands of all the people that need my help. And so now what I'm doing is I'm branching out into CFO coaching, which is uh, if you have some aptitude in finance and you'd like to learn more and be the financial person for your company, I will teach you how to do it. And I am having so much fun with this. And it's so this is this is the direction I'm headed headed in now. I love that. And, um, you know, as some of you, if you've been following us on Instagram at Kenza Collective um, <clears throat> or if you sign up for our newsletters, um, you know that we have some courses in the work and uh, the works. And I think one of them is going to end up being how to be your own CFO. And um, I think that that is so exciting. I can't wait to <laughs> take that course. And um, I just, the, the title of that is so intriguing and it feels so empowering um, because these are the things that unless you went to business school and maybe even if you did, you don't get to learn a lot of this. And especially something geared towards someone who's just a solopreneur or maybe hires contractors here and there. Um, you know, this is the type of stuff we just, we need to learn and we need to be better at. And it doesn't have to be scary. And I really am so excited to dive into, um, you know, our relationship with money. I'm really intrigued by what you talked about there about we all did grow up with a different relationship with money and it's important that we realize what we grew up with and how we view it now. And if we have a partner, what their views are on it and how we can just really take control of it and how good it feels to understand your finances, the finances of your business. Like it just feels so good to feel empowered in that way. So just can't wait to dive into that. Um, more of that. So, you've now moved into CFO coaching, which is just great. Um, and I think what would be interesting to talk about is, you know, what are you excited about uh, working with freelancers as we dive into deeper into building out Kenza Collective? Um, what are you excited? Like, what about this concept excites you? And what are you looking forward to teaching people? Well, I think everybody should work for themselves. I think we should all be our own free agent, you know, because you, you take a job and I, I, I've always felt like this. You take a job someplace and you give them your time and your energy and your life. And like, you don't go on vacation with your family because somebody at the office says no, arbitrarily says no to you. And, you know, you only have so many vacation hours and, and you, you feel like you're a slave for your, your, employee benefits, you know, and it's like, why, why, why are we doing this to ourselves? Why don't we start our own companies? And so I really encourage people to get out on their own, you know, figure out what it is that you are good at, that you can sell and that you can make money off of. And you don't have to make a million dollars or a gazillion dollars. You can make enough money to support yourself and your family. And why not do that? You know, because I'll tell you, when I was working in, in jobs as what I like to say, what I like to call a captive employee, 
when I was a captive employee, what I found was, and I was only, I only did that for a very short period of time. What I found was I was so frustrated. You have some person who's your manager, who's like in charge of your whole fortune, you know, and your whole moving forward. And if they don't happen to like you or be, or they're, you know, aggravated with you one day, like they can just decide whether or not you're going to go on vacation this year, or they can decide whether or not you're going to get a raise or whether you're moving up in the company. And it just seemed like such a tedious struggle. And then I thought, you know, I can sell this knowledge that I have to different companies and have them pay me. And if I take, if I get five or 10 companies together and have them all be my clients at the same time, there's a living. And also I get to decide when I go on vacation and yes, you have to buy health insurance and, and back before the ACA, that was a little more complicated, but you could still make it work. And so now with, with the ability to buy your own health insurance as a self-employed person, you have no good excuse to go work at a company if you don't want to. I mean, it really set yourself free. You know, you know, there's all this talk in the U.S. about how corporations are people. Well, you know what? People can be corporations, too. I love that. And that is, I think, really where we connected when we started talking about Kenza, because I have always worked for a company um, and I come from a family of entrepreneurs. My dad's an entrepreneur, it's a very successful business and my brother is an entrepreneur. And, you know, they'd always sort of been like, hey, hey, you should do this. And I always was like, I don't want the stress of it. I don't want to have to worry about, you know, finding clients and keeping the money coming in and dealing with employees. Like I just, I like to go in and go out and, that's it. You know, I don't have to worry about it. And, you know, there's uh, things happen for a reason. That was really great. And it brought me to where I am now. But, you know, after I had a child and I went back to work when she was four months old and I realized that this job through no fault of their own, it was the same job, normal job, um, was keeping me from seeing my child when I wanted to. And if I became really confused, uh, efficient with my time and finished up my work by two or three in a day, I couldn't just go home and be with her because I had to get in my hours. And I, that was like such a light bulb moment. It became, it, it was like, this isn't even a question. Like, I don't even care what I have to do. I don't care if I can't buy an item for five years, like I'm going to do whatever it takes to get myself into a position where I get to control my time. I get to control my energy. I get to control the types of people I'm working with. And once I, it it was like, I couldn't help it. I had to do it. And so once I did that and experienced the freedom and started to going back to what you said, like just started to master what this could look like and see like, Oh, it's actually not so scary. I kept thinking I would have to go find clients over and over and over again, but it turned out like I couldn't get rid of my three clients. Like they're like, okay, can we do this next project? Can we do this next project? And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm actually going to done with this client. Like I'm ready to move on. But you know, it's, just, it's not as scary as it, it seems like it might be. And that's why like, I'm just so passionate about starting Kenza Collective because if parents specifically or but anyone wants to have more control over their time and their energy and their vacation and whatever they want to do for their lives, like they can have that. 
And we want to be able to provide the training and the knowledge of how to do that and really empower people to move forward with it. And what I'm, the message I'm trying to get across too is that like, I have a lot of knowledge I'm gonna share. Beth has a lot of knowledge she's gonna share. And there's other people coming on board that have knowledge to share, but we wanna be talking to a lot of different people. I have a huge list of people I wanna contact to interview for the podcast um, with everything from parenting to mindset, to finances, to legal, to process, to automations and just how to make your life easier. Um, so we are going to just build an awesome collective and ecosystem of support and empowerment for anyone out there and specifically parents who want to go out and reclaim their time and their energy through freelancing and working for themselves. And yeah, I just, I love that. And I love that you're on board with that. And it's just so cool that we could connect in this way. Well, Tiffany, I also thought about this last night. There are two things you and I have in common, two, two career experiences that you and I have in common. One of them is we've both run film festivals, which if you think about is an artistic collective with urgency. Oh, interesting. You have right? By the way, you guys, you will learn that <laughs> it's like says these things, like these nuggets, these little sentences that I'm like, Literally, sometimes I'm like, oh, I've never heard that phrase. Like, what does that mean? She's like, I don't know. I just made it up. <laughs> and you're like, let me write this down. I have a list. I have a going in our sauna board. So anyway. So. so we both ran film festivals, which are, for those who don't understand about film festivals, are a series of curated content, which means that filmmakers send in their films and the people that organize a film festival then review the films and they group them together and they you know not every film is is deemed appropriate for the festival and you figure out which films you want to screen and then you put it uh, an event together around the very 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 talented people coming to your town to screen their films and answer questions afterwards about their motivation and you know why they made this film and and you always learn something and i think that's a very important uh, thing that uh, very important experience that Tiffany and I have in common uh, because we are used to being around very talented people and finding out what they have to say and learning their stories so that's one common experience we have which is which I think informs a lot of what we're doing here with the collective and the other common experience we have is we both worked in co-working which is an organization where a bunch of different people are uh, with different talents are working side by side and supporting one another and um, learning from one another. And I think both of those things have really set us up to create this collective. Oh, I love that, Beth. That like brings tears <laughs> to my eyes. <laughs> That's so true. It's all good. You know, we, 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 we've had some of the same experiences, which has, have been, I think, really, really useful. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I think both of us are very, um, just passionate about bringing awesome people together and lifting them up and helping them and just providing whatever they need to do whatever they need to do. And that's a huge you know, point I want to make as we continue to dive deeper into Kenza Collective is that it doesn't really, whatever it is you want for your life, whether you want to pack up your family and go live in an RV for a year, or you want to move abroad, or you 
whatever it is, like it might look very different and it doesn't matter. Like that's your choice. And we want you to make whatever is the right choice for your family. We just want to provide the, the platform and the training and the tools and the empowerment to go live your best life, basically, you know? Yeah. And we want to save you the time and the, the headaches of the mistakes that maybe we've made or we've seen through the years. Yeah. I mean, I've had in the last, um, so I started my company in 2001. Um, and so that's almost 20 years in that time I've been inside and I mean inside, like in the financial epicenter of over 50 companies at last count. And I think I last counted two years ago, so maybe 60 by now. Um, but, but like, we want to save you the aggravation of learning this stuff yourself. We've learned some of these lessons and we can just tell you what we've seen. Yeah. It's our hope that we can be advisors to you and uh, help you move along in your, in your business career as you create your companies. I love it. Awesome. Well, is there anything else that you want to share? I mean, there's a million things we could talk about and we have literally a huge Asana board filled with episodes that we want to dive into we have ideas for, um, Beth has this amazing cash flow prediction tool that she uses with her clients that we are working hard to get out to you. Um, so there's a lot more coming down the line, but um, is there anything else that you want to just close with Beth as we wrap up this episode? Well, I just want to say welcome. Welcome to freedom, everybody. Yet another good one. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for joining us today. To get involved, please head over to kenzacollective.com and add your name to our email list. While you're there, you'll also have an opportunity to answer a few quick questions about what you're specifically struggling with right now. We want to create content that is relevant and truly helps you reclaim your time and energy so that you can show up more fully for yourself and your family. So your feedback is incredibly important to us. You can also catch us over on Instagram at Kenza Collective. We have so many great plans in the works, so please keep in touch as we start to roll everything out. Thank you for joining us.